Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. All right, keep it together. We can do this. Keep it together. <sighs> this week, we reviewed the 2021 movie starring Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley, Chaos Walking, which sounds like it might be a good movie, but as you will soon hear from me, it is terrible. I can't stand it. You get to hear an angry Stephen Robles review this film. I'm mad about this movie. We talk about the incomprehensible and convoluted plot of this terrible, terrible movie. We go to Romance Corner and talk about two beautiful people (laughs) potentially having no chemistry. There is exactly one redeeming moment in this movie, but it does not save the dumpster fire of what this movie portends to be. Everyone send their receipts of the money you spent to watch this movie and send it to Steven to make him mad. All this and more on Movies on the Side. Nate, that is my feeling about this movie, what I just did right there. A long sigh, because I've not heard of this movie, and you said, let's do something called Chaos Walking. I said, this is Tom Holland, and this is Daisy Ridley, some kind of dystopian young adult novel story of some kind, and I was excited. And I'm just going to lay all my cards on the table right here, Nate. I hated this movie. (laughs) I could not stand watching this movie. I wanted to stop multiple times. But I pressed through because I knew we had to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I really, I, I think this is a horrible movie. I think it is a terrible, terrible movie. And when I post on social media what movie we're doing this weekend on at Movies on the Side on Instagram, I'm literally going to say in the caption, do not watch this movie. That's what I'm going to say. That, I know I just came out hard. I just came out the gate just with strong feelings. But I, I have not hated a movie this much in a long time. <laughs> I just, this, Nate, this movie is so bad. Okay. 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 <laughs> let's let's pull back for a I'm second. I'm worked. I'm just sorry. I'm worked up. I'm worked up let's about this everyone movie. Everyone, calm down let's, for a second. We're worked up. We heard about this movie. Did we? Way back when we talked to Kate Hawley, friend of the show, costume designer <gasps> extraordinaire. Oh my goodness! Because she said at some point in time that she was going to work on this movie. Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry, Kate Hawley. With Doug Lyman. Mm. Doug Lyman is the director for this. The same director as Edge of Tomorrow, which she was a costume designer on, mm. and various other movies. That's a good movie. I like Edge of Tomorrow. Yep, 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 mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. So, and I remember, I think on this very podcast, when she had mentioned Chaos Walking, we looked it up and we were like, Daisy Ridley, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yes, sci Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, for yes, sure. yes, yes, sure. yes, yes. So... Let me just say right off the bat. Yeah. Good costuming. And I if I may be making this up retconning <laughs> with our friend Kate Hawley. I felt like there was a little bit of weariness in her voice when she mentioned the title. Mm. And I thought to myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she doesn't sound as excited about this cool Doug Lyman yeah. sci-fi movie. Now, this is gotcha journalism because I have no idea what she actually thought about it. Sure. And sure, maybe sure. I'm just retconning it in my mind. Yeah. But I like to think that Kate Hawley did as great a job as she could. And some other people did. Sure. But I have to agree with you. This movie (laughs) is maybe the most messy, perplexing. 
I'm not even sure if it's a movie. Okay. I'm not sure what I watched uh, is a movie. Nate, well, first of all, I'm on the IMDb. Uh-huh. This is a total side note, but at the very top is an advertisement for a new Hugh Jackman movie called Reminiscence mm-hmm. from the co-creators of Westworld. And I'm mm-hmm. very excited about that. Yes, that's yes, first, yes, that first, great. <laughs> first, I've learned about that. Listen, I think I've said this before, but I think it is true again that this is the largest split between critic scores on Rotten Tomatoes and audience scores. Okay, so here's what I know about humans in this world they're terrible once they, they love the once they love once they love an actor or an actress oh i see okay. it doesn't matter what they're in it just doesn't matter yeah and so these two have such a following a strong following from uh both comic books from star wars like it's there yeah yeah and so i'm gonna say critics i mean critics have to give this less than 20 percent. like it has to be 19 yeah, you're very close. I was surprised critics gave it 22%, which I feel is very generous. <laughs> I think that is incredibly generous. It is. It is. It is. What do you think audience give this thing, though? I mean, audiences, I think a lot of people were led astray by this movie, and yes. I'm going to put it at 74. Wow. Very good. 71%, which makes zero sense. Man, I'm so worked up about this movie. I want to read the IMDb plot summary which is one run-on sentence, like we have done Mm -hmm. in previous episodes, recent episodes. It says, Two unlikely companions embark on a perilous adventure through the badlands of an unexplored planet as they try to escape a dangerous and disorienting reality where all thoughts are seen and heard by everyone. Now, first of all, I don't think that plot summary accurately describes (laughs) That's not right. (laughs) The plot summary is not right. They're not trying to escape a dangerous and disorienting reality. Yes. Now, if, I, if we didn't mention, this movie stars Tom Holland from the Spider-Man and Avengers universe and Daisy Ridley, Ray from the Star Wars universe. So, like Nate said, very popular actor. The premise of this movie, after watching the trailer, is that all men on this planet, mm-hmm. they're humans. They're, again, a very unclear. A lot of plot holes, which I'll talk about in a second. <laughs> a lot of plot holes. They all got here... This is like Numa. This is New World. That they all traveled here from Earth. It's like Lost in Space. They're trying to, yeah, exactly. It's like a Lost in Space situation. Mm-hmm. And on this planet, they didn't realize this was going to happen. But as they land, all men's thoughts are audibly heard around them, mm-hmm. and so people around other men, like it just happens to all men, their thoughts are just spoken out loud yes. to the people around them. Fun concept, right? I saw the trailer. I saw that concept. I said, okay, this has the potential to be very interesting. And then the movie starts. And one, this plot point is immediately insufferable because our main character, Tom Holland, and well, what is his character name? I don't even know. His name is Todd. Because he oh, he re- says it, Todd he Hewitt. Te- he, he says, says it 1,000 1 times. times. Which yes. is one of the most crazy-making things. Like, you know, use the plot device, and they're trying to show that Todd, played by Tom Holland, can't control his noise. They call it the noise, meaning the thoughts in, in, in his head. And so I feel like 80% of this movie, you can't really understand what anybody's saying because it's just noise Mm -hmm. like you just hear so many thoughts and it becomes like do that for the first 10 minutes so we get an idea of why it's chaotic like the movie title says but then like stop because it's so crazy to like have to hear that as the viewer the entire movie yeah yeah it's (laughs) it comes and goes it comes and goes what 
like there are times where there should be thoughts going through his head yeah and there's nothing and there are other times where it's like oh this is a bit overdone but i understand why it's meant to be disorienting now let me just say this premise once again very interesting and also if it were reality on the world that we live in today where all men's thoughts were just heard by everyone around them that is literally terrifying. Yeah, chaos. That is a terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> because the, in the course of the movie, we also see some people control their thoughts better than others. And so mm-hmm. maybe you don't see what some people think, but that seems rare. But also you can somehow manifest visual premonitions or hallucinations if you can control your thoughts powerful enough. And then if you like fantasize about say kissing someone as tom holland does at one point in this movie Mm -hmm. people see that thought like the the video image of that thought yes i don't know you think about a city like new york city if every man's thoughts were just seen by everyone that would be end of the world stuff right (laughs) that would probably be terrible right so i like that is an interesting premise and also very terrifying i yeah and i think Overall, I kind of like the way that it's animated. I mean, it's... That's fine. At times, it's sort of a purpley, pinkish haze that floats around because, in general, thoughts are not well-formed full sentences or pictures. So, I like the fact that at times, it's just kind of like a sound wave and an ephemeral sort of puff, which is kind of cool. And I like the fact that you can sort of project it. Now, the limits of these powers i guess are so varied and so unexplored that yeah between like setting up a giant i don't know if you live in a world where everyone's thoughts can be projected out i don't know why you would be scared of someone's of someone's like projections which i feel like the, yeah mads mickelson like projects like stuff around right to like control people and i was like wait also Oh man, this movie's a mess. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I have so many problems. Here's the thing. So the movie starts with saying it's like it's 2270 something. Like we're 230 yeah, years into you the love future. That. I said, okay, like, give me that. That's fine. Earth. A, don't believe that we're that advanced in about 200 years, but that's cool. But apparently, the people that live on whatever planet we're here, where the thoughts of men are seen, mm-hmm. what kind of mission did they go on where. You have to imagine that it was in the recent past that they actually developed the kind of spacecraft to get to this planet. Mm-hmm. And then within a couple decades, it seems like, they're just totally back to like Stone Age level living. Like that doesn't make any sense. They didn't have any technology with them because later in the movie, listen, we're going to spoil this whole thing because A, you shouldn't watch this movie and B, it's terrible. <laughs> but there's a, there's a massive spaceship. I haven't heard you this that mad they eventually about get a movie to, in a while. Listen, I was, so worked out. I was so mad about this movie. There's this huge spaceship mm-hmm. that they eventually come to in the climax of the movie and it's like that huge spaceship has been sitting there for however long people have been on this planet and no one thought to go over there and send a message home like help we can see our thoughts like because daisy ridley comes to the planet she comes from this big spaceship we see like halfway through the movie this big old spaceship floating above the planet and they send a little pod down with Mm -hmm. i don't know 20 people everybody dies except daisy ridley but like that big ship didn't know what goes on in this planet. They didn't give the people who went there first some kind of technology to send some Morse code back and say, hey, BT Dubs, all men see their thoughts. Do not come. Don't come to this planet. By the way, they didn't a lot have of us have, kill, have killed the women around us. Whoops. Okay. And then the other thing. Is, I, have, I have an answer for the thing okay, that, right. that you initially okay, said, please, which yeah. is this planet, everything got 
divided, split, and like devolved from due to this whole thought thing that I understand that it's sort of dystopianness. Everyone sort of reverted to like olden times, abandoned technology. It is but that it, fast. Like, this planet Tower of Babbled the whole. I think so. I think I think the idea that they all just became like these scavenging like roves of people. But you have to know five minutes into seeing your own thoughts on display for every man to be like, "This is terrible. We need to get out of here." Everyone work. should be running right. back to whatever downed ship that they just came from and getting a message back home that says, "Get us out of here." Like. I don't understand why that didn't happen. Not only that, but there are other species on this oh planet my that we see for about three minutes in this movie. Never talked about ever again. I'm getting flushed. Except for the one, <laughs> the one decent point in this whole movie is Daisy Ridley being like, yeah, you're the aliens. This is their planet. Right. And you're actually the aliens. They are not the aliens. And I was like, oh, good point. All right, now back to this movie. <laughs> So yes, there are no women. No women in in like in this town. This one group. Which, this one group called what's the town called? Named after Stickleson. It's Stickletown. It's Prentice. Oh, Prentice, Prentice Town. Whatever. Prentice Mads Mickelson. We've seen him in pre- past movies. He's a great actor. He's a great bad guy. He's the bad guy in this movie. And so he's the mayor of Prentice Town. And I'm I'm cool with like oh, there's a mayor, and we're back to like colonial Williamsburg because we don't know how to survive seeing our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story that all women were killed by these aliens. And that's what he tells everybody in the town. Mm -hmm. But then we come to realize, no, he lied to this entire town. We don't come to realize this at all. (laughs) What movies need to stop doing. Hold on a second. Let me get my uh, soapbox. Great. All right. Here I am. Soapbox. In a movie where there needs to be a turn where a guy that the hero trusts is actually bad stop casting people that are always bad guys <laughs> and he even like acts and talks like a bad guy from the jump <laughs> like from the very beginning you know he's bad because when you do that when tom holland as todd pruitt see we, we can't even remember he, he, he says it one thousand times yeah i, I can't remember yeah. even like it becomes a character flaw and maddening to see him like Mads Mikkelsen when I was like, this guy is a bad mayor, dude. Yes. And Nick Jonas is in the town, too. <laughs> so, oh, and Nick Jonas is there. Yeah, Nick, Nick Jonas is there, I guess. This is the beginning of potentially a series of movies. This is based off of a book series. Sure. And I can only think that Nick Jonas was in it. To be in later. Apparently, he trained for like eight to nine, nine months to perfect his southern accent. He probably said three lines in the final cut of this movie. I have to assume that they're like, well, he's going to take over for his dad in the next right. movie and be the new big bad. This movie won't have a sequel. <laughs> I, I just have to take a moment. And tell our listeners, in our bonus episode, we talked about some toe shoes. Mm -hmm. And I searched because I was trying to find the name of the aliens in this movie. Mm -hmm. And the first article I clicked on was something from Fandom. And all over this website are ads for the toe shoe that I searched for in our bonus episodes. I've sent you a screenshot. Them cookies crawling. The cookies uh, are crawling. Anyway, the name of these aliens on this planet are called Spackle. <laughs> you know what? It's probably Which, good that I don't remember. First, first of all, learning about their names. Don't name an alien species after a product you can get in Home Depot. Don't just don't do that. 
<laughs> Spackle Steven, is a thing. That's not even on the top ten of the worst things of, the, I know, I know. of this movie. So we see the just we see these aliens for one scene because I thought it was going to be a thing where the mayor of the town tells all the people about these aliens to keep them scared using fear mongering as a tactic to control people. Which oh, that would have been me. And then you know. Tom Holland, when he and Daisy Ridley are trying to escape through the forest, he's like, oh, there's a, a town of Spackle. I was expecting them to get near that town and just see a bunch of humans and be like, oh, the mayor was lying to us all the time. But no, we <laughs> Right. This is like a village situation, M. Night Shyamalan. That would have been, I think, way better. But no, there are actually aliens. And apparently the alien thoughts are also seen because they kind of had a cloud around them. But we couldn't tell what they were thinking. Oh, did they? Yes, like I'll even send you this image. But as that alien was like bathing or whatever <laughs> in the stream, we see a little thought cloud around their head, and it seems like I guess this is a male alien. Would have loved that to be in English. I mean, or some image like maybe the alien could say, "Hey, we're not bad," or like, <laughs> it's just like a little baby alien, like that he's rocking to sleep. Can you imagine? Oh, like my a God, little so terrible. cute little jim henson muppet okay 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 wait we need to go back for a second Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. daisy ridley has the sort of the fifth element blonde wig on right she comes to this planet tom holland is raised in the town of dudes (laughs) yes all dudes men only his mom was murdered he thinks by an alien anyone who's ever seen a movie before knows that Mads Mikkelsen is bad absolutely, and something bad has happened here and the aliens probably aren't bad just because they telegraph it so, so, so much. Yeah. So Daisy Ridley crashes down and hides out, runs into Tom Holland, and I still at this point in time think this movie could get good because (laughs) they could have this very interesting chemistry. Right. She is appropriately nervous about seeing his thoughts right then uh, nick jonas like and mads mickelson kidnap her and uh, then it goes to them escaping <laughs> on a motorcycle yeah. <laughs> the, the disjun- i like way. like literally at this point in time we are only maybe 20 minutes into this movie yeah. and it goes from it being this is a movie with a plot <laughs> to i missed something here right i'm watching episode six of a of a tv show right now and i feel like i can't understand what's happening this movie is only an hour and 49 minutes and i i kid you not i paused this movie at one point i think around the time that you just described with the whole motorcycle which again there's some futuristic motorcycle in a barn but we can't get a word back to our own people floating above the planet but whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i paused this movie And I thought I was like maybe halfway through. And when I saw that there was over an hour left and I'd only watched 30 minutes, I was very mad. Mm -hmm. I was very upset because it was already Mm -hmm. insufferable. So then they escape and they go on what can only be described as the most (laughs) boring adventure. (laughs) That's my my biggest problem with that IMDb summary because it says a perilous adventure. Honestly, not that perilous, minus Mads Mikkelsen. Even the alien, Tom Holland, seemed to take care of pretty deftly. Like, that didn't even seem that different. Well, there is one point, which is during the reshoots, which I have to talk about in just mm. a second, where Tom Holland strips down, goes into the lake, and fights sort a of a monster. kraken. Yeah. 
to in order to cook some tentacles. Oh, what in the world? I'm down for I that. Yes, but it's like <laughs> I have so little information about this world that I don't even know what's happening. Is Tom Holland about to die? We're not even supposed to be nervous. Yeah, we're not supposed. Like it's to comedic. Be. It's filmed in a way it's like yeah, humorous. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Let me just say one positive thing. Yes, yes, yes. One yes, positive. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Thing. Like you were saying, a majority of this movie is Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley just waltzing around the woods, Tom Holland trying to control his thoughts, and Daisy Ridley being kind of disgusted at what he thinks. Mm-hmm. One moment was interesting. Exactly one. And it's when mm-hmm. they're arguing about something, Tom Holland thought, Daisy Ridley said, you're such an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, Tom Holland is kind of running through his thoughts. They're just they're not talking to each other. Tom Holland's thoughts are just in the air. Yes. And one of his thoughts is the Daisy Ridley's character saying, you're such an idiot. Right. And, and Daisy really turns around and she says, I didn't say that. Such an idiot. Such an idiot. Such an idiot, Todd. I didn't say that. And I feel like if this movie did anything well, good, that it? was a good moment because it actually touches real life when we, not as men, but as all people, but maybe especially men, have ideas of what happened or what was said that is not accurate. That someone actually didn't say that. They were saying something else. Maybe Daisy Ridley said, I hope we know where we're going. Are you sure this is the way? But she did not say, you're such an idiot. And that act that we do as humans of placing words in other people's mouths as we replay events in our mind because our memory is really actually terrible. Like we don't have good memory and accurate memory. Mm -hmm. That I thought that was one good moment that the movie used the one interesting thing, the, the plot device about thoughts in the air uh, to good effect. And so I, that's yep. my good point for this entire movie. No, I absolutely agree. Like there are some times that he repeats, not his name, because he repeats his name so that people can't see, right. you know, his thoughts uh, elsewhere. But I do think it's interesting at times where he was like, it's a long ways. It's a long ways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm tired. I can't tell her I'm tired. And like, that's probably actually what thoughts are like. Now, does it make for a good movie over and over again to hear Tom Holland's voice in his American accent <laughs> with some Brit slips here and there do it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. But it's still fu- interesting. It's interesting. Like over and over, he says like blonde hair, yellow hair. And like, yeah, she's pretty. <laughs> She, yeah, basically, she's and like that's kind of a thing where that's interesting because that thought probably does pass through a person, like a guy's mind, often as he one sees a girl for the first time in his life, pretty much. But also, like, right. if that thought being accurate was seen by the girl in question, how weird and scary that would probably be <laughs> to know that yeah. some guy's thinking about your hair 24 7. You're really pretty, yellow hair. Yeah, and I, I think. Like the suspense could have come more when trying to hide your, like trying to be on a secret mission, but your thoughts are displayed is like, all right, that's a fun concept. Yeah. Because if someone asks you like, where's the girl? Right. Like you're going to reflexively think about it. Exactly. That's a fun concept, but does not really get played through. On their adventure, they come across a town of humans that are have both men and women. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, yep, just like we always thought. Right. The bad Mads Mickelson town. Right. You know, has no women probably because they killed them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet Cynthia Erivo playing the character Hildy. She played Harriet Tubman in that Harriet Tubman movie. Oh, wow. Was excellent, excellent in yes. that. Is like I'm excited to see her in more things. Why does she have so little to do and why does she not have a bigger part in this movie? Yes. <sighs> yeah. 
I was ready to like hang out more in that town Absolutely. and like get more things. Instead, it was just like a pit stop area, which I didn't think they needed, but just so that we could see, oh, look, there are women here. Right. They, that was the only plot point. And I would have loved to see like, all right, this mayor lady, Hildy, she's got this town on lock. What have they done to mitigate the fact that everyone hears the guy's thoughts? Like, do they have some kind of recourse? Do they put a guy in a corner when he starts having too many bad thoughts like what what rules have they set in place well what the rules they had is they have a woman leader so that they can't have matt smickelson lead them which it seems like a pretty good idea women are going to be all leadership on this planet which the whole thought controlling thing like Mads Mikkelsen, it's said multiple times in this movie that he can get in your head, and it's almost implied that he can somehow okay, like... Yes, yes, yes. This is what I don't know. Is he a Jedi? Yes. He repeats the thing. He repeats... What's that little like mantra he says over? I am the circle, and the circle is me. Yes. What is that? <laughs> I don't, what I don't is know that? what he's Is saying. he controlling? Like, are people under mind control, or is it more like... It seemed like the guys in that town, Mads Mikkelsen says like two lines, and they drop their guns and say, yeah, this guy sounds like he's got it going on. Like, like what? What just happened? And sometimes they have like a little circle going around their heads. Like, right. is that just a way that he can like bring their thoughts into unison? Maybe the most charitable explanation I think would be maybe these men's thoughts feel so chaotic at times that Mads Mikkelsen offers like a a calmness and sereneness Ooh. and you know almost like a like a meditation repetition that he can and that's like calms them down yeah and like guys feel like oh finally I don't have to have all this chaos in my head like the name of this movie maybe that's the most charitable reason but the movie no, does it's not bad it's not bad but it never explains like does he have some kind of superpower with this thing nope. I will say at the end, there's a fight scene between Mads Mikkelsen and Tom Holland, and we finally see Mads Mikkelsen use his n- powers of the noise or his control over his own thoughts to project multiple images of himself, and Tom Holland's confused, and like he seems to really be able to control it, yeah. which then, I'm just going to say it here, Tom Holland comes back and is able to use his noise out of the blue out of the to blue. manifest an entire town of women that Mads Mikkelsen killed to make him scared and fall off a ledge. And it's like, I would have liked a training scene. I would have liked a scene where Tom Holland is like an X-Men learning to use his power. Maybe Daisy Ridley helps him figure out how to do the noise. Like I would have loved that scene, but we don't get that. We just get, he can't control it. I would have loved a scene where he did anything even close to that. If he just project, I I guess he projected his dog. Where can we also say another dog? Listen, (laughs) in another bad movie that doesn't deserve it. My very first note that I took during this movie is dog is going to die. That was my first note taken two minutes into this thing. Dear movies, stop casting the guys who only play bad yes. guys as the villain, vill- villainous yeah. turn. That includes you, Cillian Murphy, and all of these other characters. <laughs> William Defoe. Also, stop killing dogs in your yeah. movies for emotional oh, beats. And yes, I agree. Also, it, Tom Holland uh, manifested like a snake at one point to snip at Nick Jonas early on in the movie, mm-hmm. but then never again. That's the coolest thing he ever did with his noise before the end. It's the yep. coolest thing he ever did. He, he manifests nothing else the entire movie, and it's like, 
they they almost imply that Tom Holland might have some kind of special control over his noise and be able to do yeah. special things with it. But all we see is the a chosen one. The, like yeah, some kind of like Neo character. But all we see is that snake at the beginning. He says his name constantly the rest of the movie, and then can manifest an entire town of people in front of Mads Mikkelsen. I ha- yeah. I hate all of it. I yep. don't like it. Okay, so the movie. Okay, they they go to that town with Cynthia Revo. She just disappears from the movie as fast <laughs> right. as totally. can yeah. be. They they move on. They go to the ship, and the whole thing is we need to get word up to the ship because Mads Mikkelsen's gang of horse riding men is somehow going to like get aboard the ship and kill all the people who are still in cryo sleep because they want to scavenge it for parts that maybe they can't use. I don't know. That makes no sense. It doesn't matter because the plot is incomprehensible. They go there and it is just a scene of Tom Holland straightening up an antenna by climbing <laughs> Plug, up just so in. they can send a mess like yeah they just like ah oh, dangly plug yeah and then uh that's the end I mean he fights Mads Mikkelsen he fights Mads Mikkelsen there's also and that's the end there's a preacher character which throughout the movie didn't understand his motivation or what he thought sometimes it feels like he feels like he needs to again could have been a cool character could have been, a could cool have been a, like interesting if i understood the words <laughs> that his no his noise was exactly. saying but i couldn't quite understand like the sound editing on him well so i had captions on for half of this movie and he says things like martyr and need a sacrifice and he was seemed to be implying that daisy ridley needs he just to be said a religious words which i just didn't like that whole portrayal and then he's crazy at the end whatever daisy ridley sets I him th- on fire I but mean, I, th- <laughs> I think the whole thing is supposed to be like he's like the religious zealot who believes the noise is like i mean again the one interesting thing which this movie is sprinkled with about six interesting things that take up about four minutes of this hour 49 minute long movie but at some point in time he said something like i can't tell what is the voice of God or the my All own right. voice in my that's head. That's interesting. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing for him to realize that like, yeah. hey, I may just be following my own right. prejudice and thoughts, my own human thoughts. But again, just like the line about aliens, that we're the aliens, yeah. comes and goes. So the very end is actually Tom Holland gets shot in his fight with Mads Mikkelsen. It seems like he's going to die, but no, he wakes up and he's on some spaceship with daisy ridley Mm -hmm. and they she says Mm -hmm. she's going to stay this is the second wave they're going to recolonize this planet or whatever who knows what's going to happen to the spackle (laughs) at the the very end tom holland has this thought which he has like two other times in the movie and this seems like the third time where Mm -hmm. he thinks is she going to kiss me and nate Mm -hmm. she does not (laughs) she does not kiss him she just smiles and walks away nate were we robbed of a kiss at the end of this movie the people needed it right people like the people (laughs) rated this movie 71 percent i feel like of all the things this movie (laughs) of all this of all the things this movie could have given us aside from all this mess of plot ridiculousness it could have at least given us a kiss between daisy ridley and tom holland It, it did give us it did give us a kiss in Tom Holland's His thoughts. dream. But then Daisy Ridley's like disgusted because she's like, what am I watching? <laughs> I'm watching myself kiss Tom Holland. Yep. I feel like they should have at least kissed, even Never if it was a quick Never before have two beautiful people playing young adults in a movie. Oh, let's go to romance. Oh, my goodness. This is, <laughs> okay. you, you basically brought us here. Yeah, okay. Do they have any chemistry? The only time they have chemistry is at the top of a tower after the dog dies and Daisy Ridley tries to comfort him. 
That's the only moment of chemistry we have. Friend chemistry. Friend chemistry. And then at the end, when they might have kissed, but then that didn't happen. So I would say only at the top of the tower, Daisy Ridley was being empathetic. She actually acted like a human and was kind to him. And Tom Holland finally wasn't thinking crazy thoughts constantly. He was just thinking about his dog. Mm -hmm. That was the only moment. That was it. This is Daisy Ridley talking about they had reshoots for this movie. Here's what she said. The initial shoot was tricky in that I spent a lot of the time feeling confused as to what was going on. And Viola's confused, so it feels like it should work. Do you think they had chemistry real quick? I don't I don't think no, so no, I agree, at yeah. all. Because I, I honestly think the actors in this movie were so confused. Absolutely. By their own motivations. Yes. This movie was also filmed starting in 2017 oh my goodness four years ago so this movie was originally filmed in 2017 i don't think they understood what was going on and it was then screened so poorly they did reshoots in 2019 now i'm going to tell you a quick antidote (laughs) anecdote word but i would love i would love an antidote for this movie too (laughs) so whatever you're going to give me that's fine the antidote is any other movie. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Here it is. Sometimes in life, Stephen, are you ever worried about like making the wrong choice and committing to something and going, oh, I should have taken the other branch. I should have taken the other path. Yes. Yes. I want you to know that Tom Holland probably also feels this as well because Tom Holland missed the premiere of Avengers Endgame. No. Because he was doing reshoots for Chaos Walking. That was a mistake. Think, but like, just think about that. Mm. He was committed to this other project. He had to do reshoots on this movie that made $22 million on a $100 million budget. <laughs> and he missed going to the Avengers Endgame premiere. Wow. Nate, that's really that's really sad. I mean, I understand he's early in his career. He's a young guy. Probably feels like he needs to do this stuff, but that's a shame. It is oddly comforting that, like, hey, sometimes you're just not gonna end up in the right path, and you're gonna probably have regret in your life. And I'm sure at this moment in time, he is like, maybe I regret doing this movie. Yeah, Nate, let's rate this movie. Okay, on a scale of zero to five fire starters, the one little cool piece of technology that Daisy Ridley uses to start a fire. It's like a little business card thing. She pushes a button and it starts a fire, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Zero to five fire stars. I already know what I'm going to rate this movie, Nate, but, but go ahead. Why don't you tell me what you think? I'm going to give it a one. I'm going to give it one fire starter. This movie is incomprehensible. Yep. If you love Tom Holland and you love Daisy Ridley, they're on the screen a lot. <laughs> they're on the screen. So like the saving grace is that you get to like look at these two as they trounce around. All those, a lot of the scenes that are more of comedic and relationship were all reshoots because they watched it the first time and said, Oh, you guys have no, no chemistry connection whatsoever. <laughs> yes. So, but like, it, it just seems like this is a movie that if they could have scrapped halfway through, they would have because the plot didn't make sense. There is not a, really a good climax. It is like, it is a mess. Yeah. It is a mess of a movie. And it's very, very bad, unfortunately. So it's a one. That's what I was going to give it. I'm going to give it a one. There was that cool use of the thought thing that I mentioned earlier, and the fire started thing was cool, and that was it. This movie's terrible. You should not watch it. 
if you've gotten this far again just don't don't bother don't bother okay but but this movie will eventually be free. eventually it'll be free. this is what the the path of this movie chaos walking is that it'll be on streaming even then i don't know if it's everywhere. i don't know if it's worth it i don't know i mean if you if you want to if you want to listen to this episode again after watching it sure but do not pay money for this movie do, do not do pay not money. that's correct for this movie well i don't know no do not no i'm putting in the social media post we, do not pay money for this movie don't do it listen don't do it chaos walking chaos walking <sighs> listeners i hope you've enjoyed me ranting about this movie uh, let us know <laughs> add movies on the side on instagram if, if you need to pick me up definitely listen to our bonus episode today uh, where we talked about crossfit toe shoes you can i'm just so exhausted now. you could you could support the show on patreon.com slash movies on the side or support us on apple podcasts and we'd appreciate a five-star rating and review in apple podcasts please don't watch this movie but as we always say, I'm Todd Hewitt. 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 That's the only quote from this movie. That's it. That's all there is. Then what happens is she comes in. She crashes in. Mm-hmm. She meets Tom Holland. Like a wrecking ball. Sorry. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, no, that was good. <laughs> that was a good reason to derail me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll cut that out. I'll put it at the end after no, the music. Leave, no, leave I, your shame. I'll put it at the very end. Okay, go ahead.